Go and turn it up, please. I know y'all like that sound. Oh, how are you doing today? It's your man Ben Sparrow with Thinking Out Loud. You know, sometimes I do a little job and get paid real fast, and then I just go home and jump behind this microphone so I could get right with you people so you could see what's going on in the news. All right? I already talked about Carly Hustle and stuff. I don't know why Charlemagne the God stole my sayings and stuff. I'm the first person that said Carly Hustle. You know what I'm saying? She already got the GoFundMe money. You know what I'm saying? I don't think she's going to return that money back. Of course, she got a smile on her face. All she got to do is a year, up to a year in prison. I don't even think she's going to go to prison. She might just be on probation and stuff like that. So, hey, Carly Hustle caught that shit. She caught the lick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, regular commas. Regular commas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got that shit. You know, you can't get mad. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at her. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. Five teens injured in a Daytona Beach crash. Um, they were racing, reports stated. Daytona Beach, Florida. Five teens were taken to the hospital after they crashed into a wall while allegedly racing in Daytona Beach, the fire department stated. Several fire crews were on the scene of the crash that happened on the 2400 block of Olanda Avenue. Reports said the car was racing when it struck a wall, I see the pictures. They smashed that shit. I don't even know why they was racing anyway, because the car that allegedly they were racing in doesn't look like it's a race car. It looks like a regular eco economy sedan that civilized people drive to go to work to. So these teenagers have officially lost their minds. Who the hell raised these people? I have no idea. One team was transported to uh, as a trauma alert, and four others were also injured. All the people in the car were under the age of 18. No other details have been released. All right, let's see what else is on the news. It's your man, Ben Farrell, with Thinking Out Loud. You already know how I do it. Got to repeat myself because you people need to understand who's the new culture in this game that we play in the news media. All right, let me see if I can get to this thing. This thing is acting real slow. I got to buy me another internet service, an internet service. I can't believe Charlemagne done stole my words. Carly Hustle, God damn it, get your own licks, bro. I ain't mad at him. Anybody would have said Carly. What's her real name? Carly Russell. Anybody would have said that. I don't know why the internet acting mad slow, bro. That's corny. Pittsburgh police arrest suspect in a brutal attack on a newlywed found in a puddle. And he was found in a puddle of blood during a honeymoon. These are the headlines. Pittsburgh's police have arrested a man for a... Uh, for the alleged brutal assault of a newlywed on his honeymoon earlier this week. Heiko Lamar Calhoun, a 26-year-old of Wilkinsburg, was arrested on charges of criminal attempted homicide, aggravated assault, robbery, and recklessly, or reckless, reckless endangering another person. Pittsburgh police were called to the even 
or Evan Hotel at Forbes Avenue after 7 p.m. Monday for reports of a male assault in the lobby. The victim was 41 years old. Larry Gilmore was found unresponsive and bleeding profusely from severe trauma to his head, police stated. Medics transported him to the UPMC Mercy Hospital in critical condition. Gilmore, Gilmore's wife, Shalloway, to whom he had just gotten married and is reportedly pregnant, told news sources she had found her husband in a puddle of blood. Court documents cited by news sources, tribelive.com, say the attacker walked up to the Gil- walked up to Gilmore from behind and put him in a chokehold before slamming his head onto the ground. The suspect allegedly kicked and stomped Gilmore and took several items, including his pants. What the fuck? Calhoun, who is homeless, was arraigned Tuesday morning and remains in custody at the Allegheny County Jail District. Judge Nicholas C. Martini denied him bail. All right. So... He's in custody at the Allegheny County Jail, and then the district judge, Nicholas C. Martini, denied bail for um, Calhoun, who is homeless. All right. Mr. Gilmore's family, meanwhile, has set up a GoFundMe account to help him cover medical expenses. As of Thursday, the campaign has raised nearly $4,000 of its $10,000 goal. And by the way, how much Carly Hustle made on the GoFundMe account and stuff? Because she did have a smile on her face and her mugshot and stuff like that. So I guess she made a lot of money, I guess, and stuff. She had a fucking smirk on her face, looking crazy as hell and stuff. Carly Hustle. That shit going to be marked down in history. But anyway, let's get back to this goddamn article right here. Mr. Gilmore's family described him as a loving father of three with a fourth expected in December 2023. All right. So he got another one coming on the way. Calhoun's preliminary hearing is scheduled for Monday, August 7th. All right. Let's see what else news sources we have over here. I mean, what else news that we have for this morning? Jesus Christ. I'm probably going to go to New York City. This thing is like the internet. Both internet services are acting real ridiculous this morning. I don't even know why they be doing that stuff. One day they act super fast. Like out of this world. And then another day it it turns into a little bitch and stuff. Slowing me down. I'm trying to hurry up and put this podcast out. Stuff like that. Look at that. It's look, it's acting real retarded. I done clicked the same website three times. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I do not have patience like that. Hurry up and work. Alright, we in New York City. Let's see what's going on in New York City. Alright. Roosevelt Hotel reaches full capacity as asylum seekers line up outside in the mid midtime. All right. Women attack, hitting the head with weight socked 
in the elevator robbery. Let me see what's up with this right here. What the hell is going on over here in Manhattan? All right, let me see where this happened at. All right, Kipps Bay, New York. Police are looking for a suspect who attacked a woman in an elevator robbery in Kipps Bay. It happened on Saturday near East 27th Street and 3rd Avenue. Cops say as the 26-year-old victim was getting off the elevator, the suspect pulled her back and hit her on the head with a sock filled with an unknown object multiple times. So he had a sock filled with something that was in there and stole $25 from her. $25? The suspect ran off. The victim was hospitalized. She's in stable condition. All right. That happened in Kicks, Kips Bay, New York. I don't know where that's at. All right. Even though that I'm from New York City, I don't know where the hell that's at. All right. So don't blame me. Right now, I live in goddamn Texas. I don't even want to say Houston. I'm going to just say Texas because I don't want nobody to know where I'm at. Everybody looking for me now. All right. Give me 50K. I'll let you see me. All right. Anyway. Man accused of vandalizing Brooklyn Yoga Studio. Arrested. Did I did this? Did I, th I feel like I covered this already. But let me jump back on it. Doesn't matter. All right. Brooklyn, New York. A man accused of drawing a swastika inside a yoga studio in Brooklyn and stealing religious items has been arrested. The NYPD, the NYPD said Thursday evening. William Clare. A 40 years old of the Bronx is facing multiple charges, including burglary, criminal trespass, aggravated harassment, and criminal mischief, all as a hate crime. And right, police say Mr. Clare got into a yoga studio called Yoga Hell in Sheepshed Bay on July 18th and scrawled a swastika on the chalkboard damaged religious items and took prayer documents before fleeing the scene the new york police department hate crime task force has been investigating the incident god damn some of a bitch all the hate crime oh america is filled with so much hate so ridiculous so sad you know i seen like i don't know if i talked about this already but i seen a racist Mexican lady, you know, she looked like she was on drugs and stuff, and she looked like she haven't showered in days, you know what I'm saying, uh, it was appalling, she got on my nerves with her racist ass, but you know me, I'm an asshole, so I gave her something that pissed her off, I was waiting for her to buck, do something then, hell, I don't give a shit, I'm ready at every, any given moment I'm ready, point blank period, see what I'm saying, but I try to ignore people. That's the best thing to do is ignore people when they're behaving like silly little bastards. Let's see what else we got next on the news. You know how I do this stuff. The stuff is crazy. I already talked about Carly Hustle. Don't want to talk about most of this news I already covered already. But sometimes I'm going to have to cover it again because some of these podcasts I messed up. I was drunk. I'm going to try to really stop drinking in podcasts. I'm going to stop doing that com totally, completely. I can't do it. I see DJ Academics could do it. That's for him. But I can't do it. All right? He could drink. He stay very cohesive. 
When I'm drinking, I'm incohesent. That means the listeners cannot pay attention. They're not understanding what I'm saying because my words are too slurred and the comprehension is off because I'm probably just commute the way that I'm talking is off and nobody can't understand. So I'm totally against me drinking and jumping behind the microphone. All right. I won't do that. I see DJ Academics could do it. He be killing that shit. He be just just gulping the bottle and nigga and he be talking shit and he's cohesive the whole time. You can understand what he's talking about. Yeah, that's some real shit right there. That that motherfucker got it. But I hope he take care of his health and shit because he is kind of big and shit, you know what I'm saying? He need to lose weight. He could get mad at me, cuss me out. I don't give a fuck, bro. You can do, say what you want, play. I ain't hating on you. You know what I'm saying? Hats off. I, t- I take my hats off to academics. I follow him. That He go hard in the paint. He's one of the biggest YouTubers, podcasters out there. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to hate. I ain't going to hate on my peers, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm spreading love out there. I'm just saying I can't do what he do. You know, he's the only one that I see that's capable of doing that. And Tasha K. Tasha K, I think she be sipping the wine and she stay very cohesive. And who else? Who else do that? Um, Drink champs. Um, Nori could do it too. Like, he could drink and stay very cohesive while doing... Um, media news and having a conversation and interviewing somebody, he still could do it all at once. And who else could do it? Angela Yee, Nala, do that shit. Yeah, I, I seen Angela Yee do a couple of interviews, drinking her ass off, and she's very cohesive the whole goddamn time. I'm like, oh snap, that shit look amazing. And there's another podcast that do it. Um, Poor Minds, them two ladies, they could do it too. They could drink. They very cohesive. What's another word I could choose for rather than cohesive? Like they intact. They could they could keep up with the conversation, and they talk with clarity. You can understand everything they say. Their speech is not slurred. They all up in the goddamn conversation. I take my hats off to all of the people that that I just named. All right, poor minds, drink champs. DJ Academics, goddamn uh, Angela Yee, and Tasha K. They all could stay cohesive and drink at the same time and do their jobs. That is incredible right there. I don't give a damn what nobody say. That is special talent if you ask me. But anyway, let me see if I can find me something. Colorado cop found guilty after train hits patrol car with suspect inside. Let me see what the hell this is about. Ah, damn it. It's your man, Vince Pharrell, with thinking out loud. Yes, sir. I am not under the influence. I'm not under the influence. I am am totally sober. Trust me. Just having a grand old time doing the news this morning on goddamn Monday, July 31st. Goddamn it. I feel good. Anyway, Colorado, Denver. A Colorado police officer who put a handcuffs on a woman in a parked police vehicle. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. A Colorado police officer who put a handcuff on a woman in a parked police vehicle that was hit by a freight train was found guilty of reckless endangerment and assault, but was acquitted of a third charge of criminal attempted to commit manslaughter during 
a trial on Friday. Jordan Stink or Stink was the first of the two officers to go to trial over the September 16, 2022 crash that left uh, Yorani Rios Gonzalez seriously injured. There's no reasonable doubt that placing the handcuff person in the back of a patrol car parked on the railroad tracks creates a substantial and unjust un, unjustifiable risk of harm by the train, said Judge Timothy Kearns. All right, let me read that again. There's no reasonable doubt that placing a handcuffed person in the back of a patrol car parked on the railroad tracks creates a substantial and unjustifiable risk of harm by the train, said Judge Timothy Kearns. But the evidence didn't convince Kearns that stink, that's his last name, all right, knowingly attended to harm Miss Rios Gonzalez, and he added that Mr. Stank had shown shock and remorse. Stank, Stank, Mr. Officer Stank testified that she did not know that the patrol car of another officer she was helping was parked on the tracks, even though they can be seen on her body cam footage along with two railroad crossing signs. Stank said she was focused on the threat that could come from Rios Gonzalez and her pickup truck, not the ground. I'm trying to make sense of all this. Uh, Stank, Officer Stank said she put Rios Gonzalez in a in a, the other's officer's vehicle because it was the nearest spot to temporarily hold her. She said she didn't know the train was coming until just before it hit. But hold up, uh, what the fuck you parked? your patrol car on the railroad anyway in the first place uh that's not that doesn't make sense anybody with common sense knows not to do that like uh get your ass off of the railroad and park the car somewhere else like okay anyway let me let me keep on moving because this is getting interesting officer stank said she put rios gonzalez in the other's officer's vehicle in another officer's vehicle because it was the nearest spot to tempor temporarily hold her. She said she didn't know that the train was coming until just before it hit. The judge found out that Stank observed the tracks but failed to appreciate the risk. There was no jury in Stank's trial, which started on Monday. Instead, Kearns, um, the judge, listened to the evidence and issued the verdict. Mallory Revel, Stank's attorney, didn't immediately respond to the request by phone or email for comment. Officer Stank, who was working for the Fort Lumpton Police Department at the time of the crash, was charged with criminal attempt to commit manslaughter, a felony, and reckless endangerment and third-degree assault, both misdemeanors. The other officer, Pablo Vasquez, who worked for the police department and nearby Platteville is being prosecuted for misdemeanor counts of reckless endangerment and traffic offenses. He hasn't entered a plea yet. His lawyer, Reed Elkis, Reed Elkis didn't immediately respond to a request by phone for comment. Vasquez pulled over Rios Gonzalez 
on a rural road that intersects U.S. Highway 85 after she was accused of pointing a gun at another driver. Trains pass on the on tracks that parallel to the highway about a dozen times a day, prosecutors stated, and the sound of their horns is common in the area north of Denver. Rios Gonzalez, who suffered a traumatic brain injury, is suing over her treatment. She later pleaded no contest to misdemeanor menacing, said one of her lawyers, Chris Ponce, who was in court to watch the trial. Rios Gonzalez did not testify or attend herself. Officer Stank said she placed Rios Gonzalez in a Another police car temporarily because it was the nearest place to keep her secure, a move that is standard practice for high-risk traffic stops, said defense expert witness Steve Idgems. He also testified that in dangerous situations, officers become hyper-focused on particular threats and overlook things that turn out to be important in hindsight. Uh... That sounds like an excuse that is argumentative. Yes, I'm into the court proceedings. I'm into that stuff. Sue me. Uh, Officer Stink, who drove at around 100 miles per hour at times on her way to back up Vasquez, testified that she was surprised to see him sitting in his vehicle when she arrived. Rather than pointing a gun at Rios Gonzalez's truck, she said she quickly parked her patrol vehicle behind his and got out because it was the quickest way to get a gun, to get into a gunfight. Or to get a gun into the fight. That's what she was trying to say. She said she quickly parked her patrol vehicle behind his and got out because it was the quickest way to get a gun into the fight. Officer Stank also said she did not notice the tracks or the ground when she squatted down to arrest Anilin Rios Gonzalez. Anilin Rios Gonzalez along the tracks after the suspect was ordered out of her pickup truck. When pressed by Deputy District Attorney Christopher Jukes, Officer Stank replied, I am sure I saw the tracks, sir, but I did not perceive them. You should have. She said she was focused on the suspect and the potential threat she posed. All right. She said she was focused on the suspect and the potential threat that she posed and was fairly certain that the traffic stop would end in gunfire. I never in a million years thought a train was going to come plowing through my scene, um, Officer Stank stated. The well... County District Attorney's Office didn't immediately respond to a request. Uh, all right, so yeah, Officer Stank messed up. So, but the um, people, the professionals, and the experts could say whatever they want to say. But still, though, you're not supposed to park anything on the railroads. It doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, uh, the officer messed up and. There should be some type of retribution for Miss Gonzalez, who suffered brain injury. All right, she arrests somebody that allegedly said that uh, Miss Gonzalez pointed a gun at another vehicle. So it was some type of um, 
road rage incident before the subsequent police pulling the lady over. But it doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you park your patrol car in the middle of the goddamn railroad tracks? Doesn't make any sense. Um, safety is first, right? So they need to nip this in the butt. They said there wasn't no jury to um, listen to this particular case. But like I said, it doesn't make any sense. It's bad uh, on the police officer's part. And there should be retribution for Ms. Gonzalez. And they need to be, and I hope she uh, strikes a lawsuit with the with that police department. All right? So... That's all I got for you. I'm going to be back with another segment. You know, it's hard for me to enunciate and pronunciate. I don't know why it's hard for me. It's like somebody's doing voodoo. They don't want me to talk no more. But anyway, I'm going to keep on doing what I got to do. It's your man, Ben's Forever, thinking out loud. All right, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You heard me? And then you can follow me on Instagram, same way, same name, Box Benji. All right, you can use Twitch. And you could go on Rumble, same name, Box Benji, that's B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. And you could go on TikTok, which is underscore Murder Envy. That is underscore M-U-R-D-E-R-E-N-V as in Victor. Ah, you heard me? All right, underscore Murder Envy. Holla at you, man. I'll be back with another segment. Don't you worry your little pretty head off. I promise I'm going to be right back. Holla at me. One. Want to make a podcast? Spotify got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. And here how it works. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can get started today. Then you can get it distributed, your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take a conversation with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, it took my talent to a whole nother level, and I'm happy about that. I feel like I have options like video podcasts and Q&A polls that lets me be creative on another level. I highly recommend it. You give it a try. Download Spotify for podcasters on your app store or go to the www.spotify.com podcasters to get started.